Come on over here, my sister. We're going to open up the, uh, the floor to some questions. If you have a question about Haiti, uh, boy, these hands are going up. You know what? We had such a great problem last time on, on Monday night that all the questions came from the children. That was a great problem. But could we have an arrangement tonight? A question from a child and then a question from a grown-up? So grown-ups, you better get ready to ask your questions because they're ready to ask questions. All right. Um, Let me see. Were some of the people in Haiti poor? I would say that um, the majority of people in Haiti are poor. And I mean really poor, poverty that you know nothing about here. We learned on Monday night that some have to resort to eating mud pies. Yes. There's no other food for them. Yes. And can you start providing money to help the Haiti people? I do provide monies to help people when I get it from people like yourselves. <laughs> That's the Thanks only way I can Lord. have it. <laughs> Which brings up a great point. In the will of the Lord, on Friday night, we're going to bring a big offering for Sister Phyllis Newby's ministries in Haiti. So I want you to pray about what you will bring on Friday night to bless our sister so she can do the work of the Lord uh, where she is Friday night. Let me read you something about Sister Phyllis just to um, maybe educate some of you, inform you. Uh, Phyllis felt the call of God on her heart when she was a young person living in the country of Jamaica. And she has been faithful to God's call ever since. She now oversees 282 churches with 250 primary schools and orphanages. She lives by one of these orphanages and is directly involved with the children there, numbering over 50. Few have truly labored in the field of souls as Sister Phyllis has. In the course of over 45 years, She has been instrumental in changing the spiritual landscape of Haiti. Her life of intercession, coupled with her physical labors, have helped, encouraged, and sustained many lives, not just in Haiti, but all those along her journey with whom she has come into contact. A question from a grown-up. Yes. Brother Mark. Hi, Phyllis. What's the predominant religion in Haiti and then the predominant Christian denomination? The predominant um, religion in Haiti is Roman Catholicism. The predominant evangelical religion uh, group is the Baptist. Is that Catholicism, is it mainstream or is it mixed up? Like, Is it tr- traditional Roman Catholicism or does it have its own twists? 
It is pretty mainstream, but has a little Haitian twist to it. Um, for example, some of the the, God, the saints in the Roman Catholic Church, they are given Haitian names. Yeah. Good evening, Sister Phyllis and everyone. Um, my question is to um, find out from you, um, but this day and age in the culture, young people when they're a certain age, like just before they get 30 or by 30, parents, other people are encouraging them to get married or what have you. But based on my calculation, you came to, you went into mission from um, the early age of 30, 33, somewhere around that age. I, what, what would you say or what would you, how would you encourage the young people um, when uh, to go into the work of the Lord rather than um, looking to get married? I mean, the, the norm is getting married, have a career, have family, what's not. But again, you know, how would you encourage a young person to um, commit their life to serving the Lord rather than go after the norm as, you know, we all encourage them to do? Sounds like I more encourage them to get married than to do anything else because when they're married, they can truly serve the Lord in purity. When they're not, they're, they're going to go outside and do what they shouldn't do. And uh, so we really encourage them to, if they want to, we don't say you have to, but if they want to, then we do encourage them to get married. We make, we provide wedding dresses, we provide um, receptions, we do just about wedding dresses, suits, whatever. Sometimes we even provide rings. If you have any rings that you don't want to use, I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, we, I, I know, but look at that. Just there's some people taking off their rings. <laughs> I had the privilege of uh, interviewing Sister Phyllis for Echoes of Calvary radio program, and we recorded five episodes that will be airing uh, in due time. You won't want to miss them. But when you um, were called of God from Jamaica to go to Haiti, you had to write a letter. You felt God wanted you to write a letter. You know the one I'm talking about? Please tell them about that letter. I um, had a friend. I, we were in love, according to us, and I think that was true. Um, it was something my family knew about. But when I was at Bible school, and he was studying medicine in Canada. And the uh, Lord said to me, this relationship is not going to work. I remember writing the letter and crying, and uh, one of my teachers at the Bible school, she walked into the room where I was, and she said, and she saw me writing, and she said, you shouldn't be writing a letter if you're crying that much. <laughs> but the Lord blessed, and it was good. It was what I needed to do. I realized that I shouldn't ask anybody to do something with me that the Lord didn't call them to do. And the Lord has blessed me 
because I've seen in Haiti so many missionaries, uh, or quite a few missionaries, not so many, but quite a few missionary couples who came. And sometimes it was the wife who had the call and not the husband. And that's when it's worse. And sometimes it was the husband and not the wife. And their ministry was not very successful. Mm-hmm. That is the perspective of a servant who burned a bridge knowing that God wanted her to burn the bridge. That is the perspective of a servant who's served the Lord Jesus for close to 50 years as a single woman. And I know you told me on the radio that you have no regrets. No regrets. That's true. No regrets. No regrets. So if God calls you to marry, marry in the Lord? Yes. Marry not just a Christian, but I would urge you to marry a growing Christian. Amen. And people getting married walk down this aisle to the altar. Walking down that 60 feet doesn't make you more spiritual than when you walk through the double doors. So you're not looking for a perfect husband or wife. They don't exist. But you are asking the Lord for a growing Christian person to marry. And um, thank you for, I think you said that when I got you talking about that on the radio, that many people who know you don't know that. That's true. So we're we're just a bunch of close friends. We won't tell anybody. (laughs) It it never came up really. So that's why nobody knew about it. Not many people knew about it. (laughs) We all love and respect you so much. And uh, we're so glad you're able to be here this week. And um, I just like our whole congregation to stand. We're standing to make visible our love and respect for Phyllis and our standing behind her uh, in prayer and finances as Lord provides. And... Um, other practical helps that he may show us that we can do. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you for your all-sufficient grace in Phyllis's life and your all-sufficient grace in each of our lives. And Lord, we thank you that those many years ago you gave clarity and understanding to Phyllis and it caused her to write a letter she cried over but was in your will. Thank you that she knew that she needed to answer your call in her life and she wasn't sure that her friend would agree. Lord, I pray for young people bowed in your presence now that you would give grace to those who you mean to be single and that you would give a growing Christian mate to those that you have willed to get married. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would continue to bless and use Phyllis with the orphans, the churches. Please supply for the food needs of these children. Show us on Friday what to give so that we can help. We pray these things in the name 
of Christ, which is the name above every name, the name at which every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord to the glory of the Father. So thank you, Lord, for this precious moment with our dear sister friend. And we pray these things in Jesus' name and God's church said, Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, church. God bless you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah.